Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What is up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. I am your host of the New Man Podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. You know, it's funny. I don't know if I've ever actually explained this, but the New Man Podcast got its name from Colossians 3, which I'm actually going to pull up here as I'm talking to you guys. Colossians 3, and probably one of my favorite scriptures, uh, definitely one of the most read scriptures in my life. Um, And let me just read this to you because this has actually been really inspiring for me and it has sort of undergirded a bunch of the work that I've done over the years, including, you know, this podcast, obviously, and Deep Clean. Okay, this is the new King James version. I'm I'm one of those guys. I do like uh, King James. Um, But this is what it says. As the elect of God, holy and beloved. Okay, this is you guys. The elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Now, I know it doesn't say it in the verse, but in my Bible, in the New King James Bible, this portion of scripture is actually titled Character of the New Man. So that's where the name comes from. And um, man, I, I really try very hard to live my life by the instructions of those verses. And I think they've been so impactful for me that I just have to share them with the rest of the world and help you guys and as many other men as possible live by them as well because it it really does enhance your life. When you put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, when you bear with one another, forgive one another, uh, when you forgive um, just as Christ forgave you, when you embrace the fact that we are the elect of God, holy and beloved. Um, Anyways, I could get into a whole sermon on that and that's really not the point of this podcast, but I just thought, hey, I've never actually explained why I have this title. So now you know. Um, Today's episode, we're talking about who you should tell about your porn addiction. Um, The operative phrase of this is kind of how to share appropriately um, and not how to share appropriately. We've actually talked about that in some of our interviews and that kind of thing, but talking about who to share with uh, when you are reaching that place where you're like, okay, I, I think I need to talk to somebody about it. Um, maybe you don't know who, uh, maybe you don't know where to go find the right people. Um, and sometimes what you think is a good person to talk to about it is not actually a good person to talk to about it. So um, that is why we're going to get into everything here today. Who should you tell about your porn addiction? Okay, let's let's just kind of uh, get the record straight on a couple things. For starters, it takes time to get to this place. So if you're really struggling and you know, you're like, oh, I could never tell anybody. I'm, I'm just not there. That's totally okay. But you need to listen to this episode so that when the time comes, you can do it right. Because nobody gets free on their own. Like, I don't know anybody who's like, yep, I just, um, you know, tried a bunch of things on my own. I didn't talk to anybody about it ever. Um, There was no, yeah, we didn't confess it to anybody. I just kept it bottled in. And, you know, little by little, I kind of got free. I mean, if you listen to any freedom story, even those stories of people who get, you know, like supernaturally delivered or they kind of wake up one one day and things are different, 
they still talk to somebody about it first. Every single story, there's somebody else involved. So if you're not ready, that's totally okay. But I want to encourage you to listen, take some notes, make some mental notes. Uh, and then when the time comes, you'll be equipped to do this really well. Uh, another thing that's probably worth just uh, advising on is your relationship situation. So I'm going to just make a distinction between be being married versus being unmarried. Uh, I really do recognize marriage as a sacred covenant between man and wife. And I think that's where the distinction is drawn. Now, if you're in a common law marriage or maybe you're just dating somebody, but it feels really serious, you can consider some of these practices that I'm going to mention for married men. But, um, but usually we advise a little bit differently if you're somewhere in between, you know, like if you're engaged or you're dating, we'll get into all that as well. So actually, maybe now that I think about it, I won't make that separation quite as strong. We'll talk about if you're single, not as in you're not in a relationship at all. We'll talk about if you are in a relationship, but you're not married. And then we'll talk about if you're married. That probably makes the most sense. So first things first, um, who should you tell about your porn addiction if you are single? Okay, if you are a single man, the biggest thing that you are looking for is who are the people that you trust? Who are the people that you can share this kind of information with and know that they will be able to handle it with maturity and with compassion? Because that is what you need. When you first share, it is such a brave and courageous thing to do that you need people who are going to be understanding, people who are not going to see you any differently, and people that you know can handle it confidentially. And you may not have a lot of people in your life who meet that criteria. I would say I'm quite fortunate. I actually have several. I have a few leaders in my life that meet that criteria, and I have a lot of close friends as well. So when I struggled, I sort of had that benefit of being able to talk to people in a, a judgment-free, safe environment. You may not have that. You may have one person, but that's all you need. You don't have to go tell the world about it. You don't even need to tell multiple people. If you have one other person that you can talk to about it, you should talk to them. Um, if you're single, some other things to think about are, um, are you looking to tell somebody just so that you can kind of get it off your chest? Or are you telling somebody because you're hoping to engage with them on some sort of regular basis and get some support? Now, you may not have the answer to that question, but it is something you need to really think about as you go further into this conversation. Um, because if it's just to get it off your chest, uh, I'm much more guarded against that. I personally don't think that's a good way to go about it just because it rarely leads to any kind of further results. Uh, usually it, it just, um, it becomes a moment that feels really good, but it's not enough to actually break the pattern or effect any kind of change. So usually uh, guys come to me because they've told somebody else and they're kind of riding the waves of it, but they have the wisdom to understand it's not going to last forever and they're ready to you know, get plugged into a program. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. And if you're not there, the other thing that you can do then is just think about who are people you can talk to that might be able to offer you some sort of ongoing support. And it doesn't have to be a weekly thing. It could be maybe monthly, but just somebody that you can have some sort of continuation with. That's going to go a really long way. So if you're single, um, the biggest thing you're looking for is who are the people in your circles that you trust. Now, I would say if if you can get it ideally, the, the, the perfect situation is that you talk to somebody who's a superior and you talk to a peer. 
So somebody who's equal playing field, same stage of life, a friend, a colleague, coworker, uh, maybe somebody else in a small group, that kind of thing. Um, so somebody who's horizontal, and then you want somebody who's vertical, someone who's above above you. They're a mentor, a pastor, a leader, a boss, uh, whatever it might be. Um, find those people that you trust. Find those people who you know can handle private and sensitive information and who are going to give you some compassion and, and empathy in the situation. And I would go in that direction. If you are in the middle, okay, so you're in a relationship, you're dating or you're engaged, um, or maybe you're not even dating. Let's actually even talk about if you're seeing somebody. Um, there's a couple things that you want to consider. Uh, so number one, I, actually, I'll just say right off the bat. If you're seeing somebody, you guys aren't even in an official relationship, this does not need to come up. Um, some people have a guilty conscience about that, like, oh, no, I don't want to hide anything from her. I want to be upfront off the bat. That's shame talking. Shame is saying, oh, if they find out later, they might be upset with you. They might reject you. It's better to just get it out of the way now. That way, if they reject you, the pain's gone. It's all one foul swoop, and then you don't have to deal with it later. Um, don't, don't let those things play in. So just wait, and if this relationship's got legs, then you will eventually reach a place where it's appropriate for you to share. Talking about a struggle with pornography is close to the heart. We're, we're talking about sensitive, personal information here. So what that means then is you have to really think about um, the, the strength or the elasticity of the relationship. If you drop a bomb uh, in the relationship and there's not enough equity built, there's not enough trust with each other, not enough strength, it can actually do more harm than good. Now, I've had some guys who say, no, 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 Sathya, like we're early in the relationship, but I shared with her um, and it's totally fine. Like she handled it really well and I'm, I'm like, she's actually been really supportive and whatever, whatever. Well, that's great, but that means absolutely nothing. We're, we're not just talking about in the moment, are they supportive? Because anybody who's got some sort of heart for you is going to show support in the moment. But we're talking about the long-term impacts of the relationship. Because guess what? Somebody can be really supportive of you for a few months, maybe even a few years. But if, if they don't see any progress, that trust starts to dwindle. And, and they start to lose hope that you're ever going to change. Which is why if you tell them early and the relationship is not built up to a place that it can handle it, then you actually have potentially released something into the relationship that can erode it over time. Now, if you're already in that position, you're thinking like, I, but I already did tell them and yeah, I can kind of see these effects taking place. Not a problem. But what you must do is you need to get really proactive about solving the issue because if you don't, it's not just going to affect you anymore. It's now going to affect that relationship and it's going to affect your significant other and their ability to trust you and to feel safe and looked after in the relationship. So you, you have to find a program. You got to get some professional help. You have to do something um, because otherwise your, your relationship's going to, it's going to erode and eventually you'll be left with very little to show for. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to mention, but those are really the main things. So if, if you're in a relationship, but you're not married, basically you're, you're evaluating when can we handle this? Now, by the time you get engaged, th this subject has to come up. When you're dating, I would say it really depends. It depends on the seriousness of the relationship, how comfortable you feel, 
And again, how proactive are you being about this? Is is this just a vomit like, hey, uh, here's all this baggage I have, here's all the stuff I'm dealing with, just wanted to let you know. Or are you able to present this in a way of, okay, here's a, here's a problem, it's really important to me that you know about this, and, and just so you know, here's some of the things I'm doing about it as well. Um, those kinds of things actually make a difference. And of course, you, you have to then follow through on it. So that's the scary part, and that's where there's some responsibility in the matter. Uh, but again, it, it, it should be that way. You should not just be verbally vomiting so you can feel better about yourself. Uh, that's, a, that's a very self-focused way to go about it and, and not recommended. Um, now lastly, and, and most importantly, if, if, you are, um, if you're in a marriage, uh, oh sorry, I, I was just gonna comment, if you're engaged, when you tell them, uh, another thing to remember, and, and we've talked about this before, but you don't have to tell them everything at once. They don't need all the details. You have to remember that you've had all this time to think about it, to maybe craft how you're gonna say it and frame it. They are gonna be blindsided by it. And even though a lot of girls today know, they understand that guys struggle with this and it's very common, it's still a shock to their system when their partner shares that information with them. So so give it to them in, in doses. And I, it doesn't have to be this sort of like, hidden approach, but all is to say is like, like drip it, drip the information out. You don't have to dump it all on them at once. Um, if you are engaged right now, I would encourage you to have the conversation sooner than later. If you have somebody who's helping you get prepared for marriage, uh, you know, like they're doing some marriage prep with you and stuff, those would be the people to talk to about how to do that really well. Um, I, I don't think we've done an episode on that yet. That might be some good content for the future. Uh, but you can always reach out to me as well. I, I've coached a lot of guys through that, um, even guys who aren't my clients, but just want to know how to do that well. So happy to offer some insight that way as well. You're welcome to reach out. Uh, okay, lastly, if you are married, um, if you're married and you don't know who to tell about your porn addiction, um, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I, I did leave one other thing out, which is if you're, um, if you're dating, if you're engaged or uh, you know if you're one of those stages and you're going to tell... Uh, I would also encourage you to tell somebody other than your significant other. Okay, don't just tell don't just tell them. Uh, make sure that you have somebody else alongside you, because especially at that stage of the relationship, your significant other, your your girlfriend or your fiance, should not be the main confidant. It's okay if they're brought into the loop about things. They should not be uh, your your first choice. So you you need to kind of build on the advice that I gave for single people, which is that you find uh, a peer ideally, and then someone above you, and those are the people that you confide in, and then you loop your significant other in occasionally, providing them updates about things you're learning, the progress you're making, that kind of thing. Now all of this is true and and applies in a marriage context as well. Um, I know of some relationships where they've tried to kind of. Uh, keep the spouse as their accountability partner, it rarely works. So um, maybe before I get too far into that, let me just say, if you're married and you haven't told your spouse, I know how scary that can be. Um, not from personal experience, but from seeing, um, I, I honestly, dozens now, uh, maybe maybe pushing 100 people who have been in that kind of situation where they have not told their wife. And I've had some guys who, um, who have left the program uh, because we, we kind of started to say, hey, uh, you need to think about you know talking to your wife about this. And they were like, uh, nope, uh, I'm not, not doing that because I'm going to lose my marriage. 
Um, we've had other guys who have responded really well and who have said, okay, um, yeah, I'm willing to have the conversation. Can you guide me through it? And we, you know, we do everything we can to help them. But um, all this to say is that you you do have to have that conversation. You owe it to them. It, it is your responsibility as the the man of the relationship to um, to initiate those honest, transparent conversations. Uh, I can't promise a favorable outcome. I can't promise it goes well at all. As a matter of fact, uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you're you're not doing it to control the outcome. You're doing it because you owe it to your wife and you owe it to your marriage. And if you really care about your marriage, you won't hide this kinds of thing from them any longer. So this is, honestly, it's a stern, stern word from me that if you are married and you haven't told your wife yet, you need to. Uh, You absolutely need to do it. Your marriage depends on it. Otherwise, uh, your marriage is a house of cards and it's only a matter of time. That being said, um, your wife is not enough. Uh, You will have to also find some help, uh, talk to some leaders or talk to some peers and, and bring some other people into the situation. Again, your wife, no matter how amazing she is, no matter how gracious she is, no matter how much stamina she has for these things, she is not to be the person who helps you through this problem. Uh, and the main reason is because that is not the responsibility of a wife. It, it just does not fall into that category. Now, she has every right to ask, how are you doing? Uh, where are you at with this issue? Can you give me an update? I'm not saying don't have those conversations. All I'm saying is you need to find some other resources to help you along your journey to freedom. So that is uh, that is the, the main focus here. Uh, tell, tell your wife, find a peer, and find somebody above you, uh, a, me, a mentor, a leader, a coach, a pastor, whoever it might be, uh, that's where you wanna start going. Um, you know, we just had a guy recently join Deep Clean, and I was really proud of him. He's a young guy. Um, when I was his age, I, I can just relate to, to the, some of the challenges he's facing. But this guy's married, um, he's got a kid on the way, and he and his wife are, are getting their act together uh, before they start a family. And I, I deeply admire them. And, um, and he had said that, you know, um, talking to his wife about it felt really good. And he was super glad he did that. But he knew that he couldn't keep relying on her. Like she's this incredibly strong, uh, very supportive woman. And, and yet he knew that there was more. There's more to this process. He couldn't just lean on her even though it was safe. And so I, I want to encourage the same thing for you. Uh, don't, um, don't just rest on your laurels. Uh, don't just stick with your wife because it's safe. Uh, talk to her about it, absolutely. But then get some other resources. Uh, find trusted peers, trusted friends, and find some trusted leaders and mentors who are going to guide you through it. You'll be extremely glad that you did. So, hey, thanks so much for listening today. I hope this helps you uh, just get a bit of an idea of who to talk to about your porn addiction. The, the real two threads here, one is you're always looking for, um, for other men who are either above you or alongside you, ideally one in each of those categories. And then two, depending on your, the stage of your relationship, you can tell your significant other. If you're engaged or married, absolutely. If you're dating, you wanna evaluate based on the strength of the relationship. And you may need to get some external counsel on that one just to make sure. Uh, but I, I really, um, I do appreciate you guys listening. Uh, and if you have any further questions, you're welcome to write in. You can email questions to admin at sathiasam.com. It's in the show notes. And um, I'm cheering you guys on. Uh, I hope that this helps you become a man of integrity and a man of confidence. And I hope it helps you lead your life and your families with incredible wisdom. So thank you so much for listening. Have an incredible day, guys. And we'll talk soon. 
Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.